Underneath your pain I feel your song Beating my heart The image reflected in your eyes Says it all We're rolling. Welcome to Divine Throughline. I'm Ma Ananda Srimati, sometimes known as Julie Pyatt, and I'm here to share with you musings and perspectives on what it really means to live life divine. Thanks so much for joining me. This week, I'm in the studio with Brad. Uh, just got back from Cleveland, from the Cleveland Veg Fest 2016. It was an extraordinary event, really, really exceptional. You know, Cleveland gets such a bad rap, and I'd never been there. And I have to admit, I had that kind of patterning in my brain right. as you're flying. You're like, everybody's like, oh, you're going to Cleveland. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> right. Nobody says, Cleveland, cool. Yeah, I love nobody, Cleveland. Exactly. Nobody says. And, you know, we got there, and the most amazing people, uh, they have, you know, they have a lot of, a lot of medical facilities there, um, uh, and a lot of, um, uh, well, they have, um, I can't talk. I can't even talk. I'm trying to speak. I think, isn't it John Hop- Hopkins? Hopkins? See, I'm going right. to say this wrong. That sounds right, though. Because I'm so n- not a medical person. That sounds uh, right. But anyway, no, they have all these big uh, medical centers. John Hopkins is mm-hmm. what it is. Uh, but they also uh, have um, uh, the clinic where uh, Dr. Esselstyn, uh, who is the sort of grandfather of healing heart disease through plant-based diet. Um, All his work is based there. So they have a very amazing um, movement in support of health. And actually, Vitamix headquarters are located in Cleveland, which who knew? Um, All of us plant-based people are... Are using their machines all over the all over the world. Uh, so anyway, they have this amazing um, event center, and it was a, a beautiful modern building with a lot of different rooms and floors. And I was able to co-teach a yoga class with a yoga teacher that I collaborated with actually in Italy once before. Um, she actually was trained at Jiva Mukti. I consider her a Jiva Mukti teacher. I don't know. She hasn't been there for years, but it's Marnie Task. So we met and we co-taught this yoga class and just the most beautiful people came out. It was really fun. Uh, Marnie brought her harmonium. So I sang Mother of Mine and it was the day before Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And one of the really beautiful things is there was an, an, um, an, elder woman, an ancient, beautiful goddess who came in, and it was clearly her first time doing yoga. There was actually uh, quite a few people, it was their first time doing yoga, and they had the telltale sign of the first time yoga. Do you know what that is? No, I don't know what the telltale sign is. How you know if someone has never practiced yoga is they Mm -hmm. come in in their socks, and they're on their mat in their socks. That's true. (laughs) So I was helping a few people to remove their socks. uh, but anyway, at one point, she was really cute. She came in and kind of stretched left and right, and she was trying to figure it out. And then she sort of started to leave, and she was shuffling out of the room. And I went over to her, and I was kind of like, hey, where are you going? <laughs> so I put her against the wall. Her name mm-hmm. was Jerry. Mm-hmm. And uh, just told her to breathe, just mm-hmm. inhale and exhale. And so she stayed the whole class. Okay. And Marnie taught you know, her amazing flow. And, uh, and then by the end, um, we had some time, so... 
we called Jerry into the center of the room and I was able to open up a field and just take a moment and respect and honor and bless our elders and sort of as a also a represent a representation of Mother Gaia and the Cosmos Mother. And it was very, very, very beautiful, very beautiful experience. And then after that, I did a cooking demo. So I demoed uh, a, nut, a nut cheese, almond nut cheese. It's one of my easy ones. I think you may have tasted that at my house. Yeah. I don't yep. know. And, um, and then I did a, uh, a blackberry tart, which can be raw or cooked. It's one of my favorite. I always demo kind of in the same range because they're, they're recipes that are easy to demo. Um, but I did one of the new recipes from the Plant Power uh, Italia uh, group of recipes, which is a cantaloupe basil blend which is really oh, that's delicious. That's fascinating. Yeah, it, was, it, it sort of happened by accident. It was one of those days I went to my fridge and I was looking for the the, the usual uh, fruit suspects that go mm. into your... Accidentally bumped into the basil and it yeah, spilled no, on the Exactly. Cantaloupe. No, it was a little bit more, for, more <laughs> uh, creative than that. But no, it was the, the cantaloupe. I was like, okay, well, I have cantaloupe and maybe I'll try to use that. And I just thought cantaloupe, Tuscan cantaloupe, basil... And it's quite delightful mix. Cool. So anyway, so it worked out really Lovely. well. But and Rich gave his keynote um, speech uh, to a full theater uh, later in the afternoon, and then he and I signed books and took time and met everybody. And so many people had driven, you know, hours to come and see us. There was two sisters. Hi, you guys. The two sisters. Mm-hmm. You guys know who who you are. They um, they came from Canada, and I said, "Oh, that's great. How far is Canada?" And they said, "Only eight hours." And I was like, only oh, eight hours. Only eight hours. <laughs> I was like, wow, you really came out. I thought it was closer than that. Yeah. So it was really sweet. And really just such a such a love fest, such a time to actually spend pre- precious moments and be with, you know, people that have connected with Rich and My Message. And uh, it's just, um, it's beautiful. It's a very beautiful moment. And not taken for granted and very valued and cherished um, to be able to share this kind of experience um, with such amazing people who are doing incredible things and committing to living a life of authenticity and standing up for themselves and, you know, trying to uh, really live their best, most authentic mm-hmm. life. So it was, it was really, really cool. So that was great. And we actually connected with a friend of Rich's that he had he had worked in his law firm with, uh, and uh, so we went out to dinner with them and hung out and got to go back to their house um, the morning before we left. And his little sons, they're Indian, and um, his little sons, he has triplets, and mm-hmm. they play tabla. And so I had the sweetest little uh, performance by one of his sons. And uh, and I could really see how complicated the tabla is because you could see his finger patterns and where they were moving. And I was just like, oh, no, like that's 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 quite something. So anyway, so how were you while I was gone? What have you been doing? I've been busy. Yeah, I've been busy. Yeah, I've got a lot of projects going on right now. And mm-hmm. I've got a songwriting project that I've been commissioned to write some sound alike songs and cool yeah it's a challenge but i'm i'm happily and enthusiastically accepting the challenge and going for it it's so, so far good. it's been a, it's been a lot of, a lot of learning 
because I don't usually copy what other people do. Right. But it's but it's good for me. It's good for me to learn other people's production. Right. Techniques. Oh, so they go, here's a song. We want a song like this. Yes. But it's like for a commercial or for whatever, film for or all, whatever. All of the above. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But it, within doing that, do you think that you're? I mean, you're able to still maintain your yeah. your creative integrity, though. Like yes. you're not just doing some like completely. No you know, thing that's not your deal. It's, it, there's no way, I'm not, it's well, not possible. again, I'm not really good at like replicating right. exactly what someone else does. Right. I, there's just a part of me that, right. that just rebels yeah. at every level. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm learning a lot about other people's production techniques. Right. And um, it's enhancing my, that's cool. my tool chest. Right. You know, and expanding my, my palette. Uh-huh. So it'll be, you know, some, probably similar tempo, maybe similar feel. Right. But it'll have my, Things, it'll yeah. have your thing yeah. it'll have your stamp on it and my stamp which is really good yeah. that's great so yeah so just um the energy in general right now i would i would use the word mm. intense yes like almost like almost like a hurricane yeah everything's spinning happening all at once absolutely and i think we're being really challenged i think spiritual practice right now is essential literally essential to keeping um, it's almost like I can feel the inner storm is going, like there's an outer storm going and an inner storm going, and everyone in my household is in it, going through for different reasons and different different flavors. But the one thing that I'm, I am noticing is that uh, there is evolution and there is, because I'm finding that the outcomes of a lot of this intensity are in fact rising higher. Mm-hmm. So what I'm finding is it, it looks like everything's going not going, like not going right and not adding up or not connecting. And then you stay the course, you stay the course, you stay the course. You know, it may be a little tiring, but in the end, it all it all does land in the right, like it all works for mm-hmm. the best. Yeah. But the arriving at the best was kind of messy. It mm-hmm. feels kind of chaotic to me. But there's a, but there's a, a, a sense of, calm and support in surrendering to the fact that the only way I can move through this, like you're right, everything is happening all at once, so many right, things, right. is to remember that from the spiritual perspective, this is just my, it's like earth school for me. That's right. Total earth so school. So it's, and it's, and I get to enjoy it more because I know that universe is really conspiring for my for my highest good. But you know, that's so beautiful. And I actually wrote down this quote today that I read um, from my good friend, Jim from JBus Astrology. Mm-hmm. And I highly recommend this guy. He's mm-hmm. prolific. He interprets, interprets astrology like no one I've ever experienced before. And he sometimes writes three blog posts in a day. And mm-hmm. they're all really like deep. So he wrote this today um, in his post. This is just a section. He says, Deepest desires represent only a peep show of our mission. It's presented to our ego in a form it can understand. As consciousness grows, our deepest desires transform into our mission. Right. So I think that I felt like that was so exciting. And I always feel so excited. Like people say to me, you know, or, you know, they wonder like, you know, how is it that you've been so fascinated with spirituality or what happens beyond the body? Or why do you want to look at death so much? And the reason is that it's exciting to me because death is not the end. Like death is another beginning. And so when I get these inklings or these windows or these messages that, you know, like we think we're just singing this song, but really what are we doing? 
really where are those ripples going? And it's beyond this planet. It's not just in this, and it's also not just in the solar system. It goes, it can go like many, many places. So for me, it's just so exciting and, and like this grand adventure and this grand expedition. And so, yeah, it's intense being in a human life, you know, and you yeah. can feel the physical pressures and the, and almost the alchemy and the sand pep paper grating on your body as you're going through different things. But it's so exciting and so, um, I don't know, inspiring or expansive to understand that at some level, you know, we're multidimensional beings living simultaneously. And, you know, who knows, like, it's, it's going to be, it's such a joy to like glean these awarenesses into the greater work that we're doing. And I really think that, you know, our soul only lets our ego or our human personality perceive a very small amount um, so that we don't get off track, so that we can just, you know, be human and be here and do what we're supposed to do. And so once again, it's so important that we all connect with our deepest desires, our heart's deepest desires, because if we do that, that will cultivate a soul mission, you know, that maybe on the surface or maybe at the very beginning level of that desire, it might seem, you know, insignificant or not that deep. But if you go through that deeply and serve yourself, you know, be very selfful, be very self-directed, yeah. you know, yeah. because I feel like so many, so many people that, you know, they get an idea, they're like, oh, I want to do good in the world. So, you know, I want to help people. And, I just feel that, and that's a great thing, you know, it's a great, it's a great, um, it's a great uh, aspiration, you know? Absolutely. However, if you're not connected to yourself and you haven't really gotten real with you, um, you're not really ripe, you're not really ready to serve that way. And it becomes more of like, you know, a Derek Zoolander situation <laughs> where, you know, he's like, I want to make a center for kids who can't read good, you know? <laughs> uh, so, you know, and again, you know, the ego of somebody doing charity, um, you know, not anonymously can be the same ego of an actress. It's the same show. Yeah. And it's just a different dress. And don't you think that if you do, if you are selfful, if you do go all the way into being your authentic self, which is the only thing we really can do, we can't be anybody else anyway. Right. There's no need to even try. Mm -hmm. That when we do that, wherever we go, we really are on our mission. We are serving people because we show up fully as we are. And that ripple, like you say, that, that cosmic ripple or that, you know, local community ripple, it's, it's profound. There are people who walk into, into a room and you just know that they're already lifting you with their, mm -hmm. with their frequency. Definitely. I mean, and again, you know, I know and, and that we all were created from this divine source and from this creative expression. And it's our unique individuality that, uh, that makes the world beautiful. And so... We need, all of us need to be more of who we are, yeah. like not try to be like someone else, mm -hmm. but so that's the big task at hand is to unlock what is residing in your heart and really what kind of being are you yeah. and really honor that yeah. and, and not try to, uh, you know, uh, shift it or change it or, or make compare. it different or compare. It's the comparison. That's the, you know, that's the big one for all of us, yeah. you know, always looking out, always looking at someone else, you know, and looking at looking at the lack or looking at what we don't have, which produces more of what you don't have, right? Mm -hmm. And instead of looking at 
everything we have, right. you know? And I remember, you know, in times when we were out of food or when, you know, we were literally just down to the end, you know, I would look around at what I had, you know, right. well, what do I have right here? Yeah. And I would always find out that I had so much more than I even realized yeah. that I had, you know, things I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even consider, you know, and then suddenly it cultivates this feeling of great abundance and of great, then you're like, wow, I don't have any food, but wow, look at all this stuff that I have. And then yeah. you can even take it down to, wow, there's air. Or one of my favorite ones was I have my legs, mm. you know, I have my legs. Wow. That's really something. Or even your health. My health, but, right. I mean, that's bottom line, right? Exactly. You know, that's it. And um, I really feel, and we talked about this in other episodes, but, you know, we all need to just keep revisiting these subjects and these these ideas and concepts. But the key, if you're, if you're really getting your ass kicked right now by the universe, <laughs> hi, you guys. If any of you are sitting in that place, right. just, you know, so get that whole thing. Um, if you're getting your ass kicked... Um, and nothing seems to be plugging in. Make sure you're doing that thing that you love at least once every day mm. for some period of time. Mm. I don't care if it's going in your, you know, driving in your car, singing your head off, or going roller skating at the roller rink, or, uh, you know, whatever it is, you know, going in the garden, sitting with the garden, or planting, or, uh, you know, whatever, whatever your thing is. Because the way that you, uh, cultivate more of that energy is by being in that frequency. And if you're in that frequency and you're doing it, it's going to cultivate more. And I was talking to a, a friend of mine that I meditate with, I'm working with a little bit. And, um, you know, again, it's uh, so many of us are artists, we're, we're singers or we're painters, all of us are, all of us have something to express, you know, and um, and then what we do is we we come out with this judgment about our creativity and say, well, I'm not really good enough to do that, so I'm therefore I'm not going to draw or I'm not going to paint or I'm not going to sing or I'm not going to do any of the things that I love because I'm not really good enough. And we take our intellectual mind and we, we put it into a, a structure of making money or something. Well, I can't make money at that. But the point of the whole transformation is by doing what you love, somehow miraculously it will draw and magnetize more experiences to you. And even if you're making your, quote, money doing something else, if you're doing what you love, what you love, you're connecting to your soul, and it's, it's allowing you to develop and grow and expand. And so, you know, it's really, it's really, really important, like really important that we do things we love yeah. simply for the love of it. That's it. Not right. for a paycheck, not because, you know... Uh, you know, somebody says we can, you know, make it in the big city. Just we do what we love. Yeah. It doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter if I ran into a friend of mine, uh, Donna Delore. She's a, a beautiful, she's, beautiful, beautiful she's singer. Great. She's great. Yeah. And I've become a little friendly with her um, over the past six months or so. I think she's going to come on the podcast and sing. We're going to sing something oh, together, which would be wonderful. great. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, and uh, so check out her music if you guys uh, don't know of her, of her. Her name's Donna Delore, and she used to back Madonna. Mm -hmm. And she's a very devoted uh, Kirtan singer, and she has a voice of an angel. Really 
really gorgeous. And anyway, we were talking about our daughters, and she was saying how her daughter comes on stage with her and just sings her heart out. And she's like, she doesn't even care about the notes. Like, she's just, you know, she's just wailing on the mic, which is, and we were saying how beautiful and how amazing, you know, that is. So, you know, we all need to find that place, you know, that thing that we love. You know, if, I don't care if it's like, you know, organizing a kickball game or playing soccer every Wednesday. You play basketball with your buddies all the time, don't you? Or well, used not to. A, used to, but not, not as much as I like. After the session, <laughs> after one session recently, Brad went out to shoot some hoops, and I found with, him. With I heard him moaning with your, with your on son, the. Trapper. I heard these moans coming from the driveway, <laughs> and then I walked over, and you were down. I was so down. What happened? Well, I had a, I had a dolly on the side over, you know, close to the court. It's always and I, that. I was showing off and I was dribbling dolly. and I was, hey, check check this out. And I just, my <laughs> knee met that, you know, where the dolly comes up, the sharp edge in full stride. And oh. that pain was unreal. That's so bad. Yeah. But you're all fine now. I'm good. That's good. Yeah. That's a miracle. There you go. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> So funny. So the last time I was here, I don't know if you remember, but things were really intense. Yes. Right? And we don't have to go in like too deeply into the aspects, but we were we were producing the last episode actually, and you were having um some emotional blockage or trauma. I, I would love to bring up yeah. the fact that how was that? We haven't even talked about yeah, the, let's talk the about healing what happened. session. The, well, we sh- maybe we should give them a little yeah, give back them backstory background. that <clears throat> I was I well, should I tell them what yeah, my... Yeah, okay. if you feel comfortable. I do, I do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I have, as long as I can remember, carried this this sort of the self-worth issue. Mm-hmm. I'm sure many people can so, like, yeah, like so relate many to of that, us, right? Like all of us, like humans. Um, but mine was just more spe- more specifically, I, I believe, about being abandoned. There's just this kind mm-hmm. of self-fulfilling. I was afraid of the self-fulfilling prophecy of like f- feeling like the people I love are going to abandon me mm-hmm. and that I can't... Like once I start to care for them, that feeling of being abandoned can push people away. It's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. At least that's my fear. Mm -hmm. So whatever. I mean, and at times the anxiety is just, it's so powerful. It makes no sense to me. I don't know why it's so powerful. Right. And you offered to do a healing session. And I lay down on the the floor and you you asked me to express these things about a, a particular you know, a scenario that actually happened that was very devastating for me between my mom and and her and her boyfriend. And you asked me to speak up for myself, and I couldn't. Mm-hmm. But you did. You said, well, I'm going to speak up for you. Mm-hmm. And the words you said, it was like I was transported back to that time, and you were standing next to me. Mm-hmm. And you were speaking up for me and saying, that is not, this is not good. Mm-hmm. And it had such a transformative effect. I've, I'm already feeling like in, and, and there's so many things that happened. This tremendous heat came up and this great, this great release during the, during the uh, treatment too. Right. But the fact that you spoke up for me mm-hmm. was so powerful. It was like you were there and, you know, we went to that time mm-hmm. that was locked in, in my memory and you spoke up for me and I feel better. I feel different. Do you that. really? Yes, I feel there's been a there's been a change. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh. And also, you, you you suggested that I that that I talk to my uh, girlfriend about it. Yeah. And I did, and we had this incredible conversation that was so vulnerable, and so lovely. 
That's so great. I, I just have to tell you, in the last week, it's there's been like some great healing for me. It's so awesome, Bradley. So, so happy, you. so happy to facilitate you. for you. Oh honey. my God! It was oh, amazing. I didn't do anything. <laughs> you did everything. No, I mean, well, it was kind of interesting because we were, you know, we were bouncing, and you were like, I have a lot of emotion going on, but we were working on this other thing, and then finally, I was like, Well, what are we doing? Like, you know, I'm a healer, and you, and you need healing, mm-hmm. and we, and we're open to it for each other. So I was like, Light, just lie down, and the kind of healing work that I do, um, I don't touch, like, I don't touch anybody. And I also, I'm also like this in yoga. Um, I find in my own yoga experience that, you know, it's this thing about different healers or different massage therapists or different yoga teachers. It's like they're teaching yoga, but when they're touching you, why are they touching you? Mm-hmm. Are they touching you because they need, they need the validation or they need the energetic or are they touching you because they're really giving? I mean, are they really clear in a place that they could really, really yeah. give? And in my healing work, I mean, I've been blessed with my my mentors to be self-empowered, and, and I've, I've really focused on that. So whatever I share on this show or in my healing sessions is for the self-empowerment of the person. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to Mm-mm. set up a connection. I mean, you and I, we've been together for years mm-hmm. and years, and it's amazing the space that you've held for me and my music so that's you know we're friends so Mm -hmm. that's a little bit different but if i teach a yoga class i'm probably not going to touch you Mm-hmm. And the reason is, is that I'm not trying to set up any connection between you and me. I'm trying to facilitate you to connect with yourself. So, you know, I have my children in this lifetime <laughs> and I have rich and, you know, I have my, I have my people that I need, you know, that I need to care for, that I am connected with like that. So it was, it was fascinating to me though, and what blows my mind is this kind of healing work that I've been trained in and, you know, all I've started practicing it with, you know, early on with one of my first teachers and it's kind of developed over the years and it is this thing of it's simply identifying emotions in the body calling it out exercising your free will as a being of god and asking that it be cleared mm-hmm. and claiming a higher reality for yourself mm-hmm. and so it can be done and it, it you know i use i use the same energy in the techniques that i share of the show and i've gotten letters from people so i know i know they can feel it you know through the through the show and through the airways but with you is like this i find we you you were stuck like you were in this place and you weren't letting yourself go to those emotions yeah. you were like cuz you've you spent so much time and you're you're like no i'm good and you're so responsible and you're so conscious and you really are diligent to hold your energy in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, I just, um, I could feel, I, I just can feel how you felt. You intuited. So, so it was yeah. all, in, it's really intuition. I have a really strong intuition. That's it. Yeah. Like, I'm not psychic. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you know, all this psychic stuff about you. That's mm-hmm. not me. I don't get it like that. It's mm-hmm. just a conceptual knowing. So I was like, okay. And I was like, oh, he's stuck. He's not going to be able to get there. And we had like, what, 20 minutes or something? <laughs> it was like fast, too. Even. It was just fast. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you're not going to go there, and that's fine. I get why. So I'll go there for you. Yeah. And so I just stepped into that, and I just felt into the situation, which I really didn't know that many details about, mm-hmm. and I just called it forth. And then, you know, cleared it. And mm-hmm. it was really not that dramatic Mm-mm. but very powerful but mm-hmm. you could feel a shift in the energy you could feel the energy right, like i body. said there was this tremendous heat started to build up and it started to come up from my solar plexus and then it came up around my face and head and then just kind of went Woof. wow and it was like hot mm-hmm. heat oh it's fascinating so cool yeah i'm just transmuting some of that 
And some I think of that. the key was that you, you, you know, you did recognize, and I did too. I said, you know, I'm, I'm don't feel like I'm going to be able to get in touch with with those emotions right now for what maybe it felt too vulnerable, whatever you know. And, yeah, exactly. But the key was that you did intuit what was there, uh-huh. and. So the words you were saying were remarkable to me because they were just exactly what needed to be said in that That's in that beautiful. moment, you know, That's to really great. to really you know, take take care of myself. Yeah, to you stand know, without, for yourself. Right, without mm-hmm. becoming a victim too. You know, to, to become empowered. That's the key right there. I feel more empowered. Right. That's beautiful. Yeah. So well, I'm so happy. I am too. It's well, and what it, you know, the thing is too is I think this this brings us up and kind of another another subject, and that is, um, uh, it, you know, we've been so so we have birth mothers and fathers, you know, and they come in different variations and different forms, and it's it's based on what our life plan was, you know, like I didn't have really a space for a great relationship with my dad. It wasn't in my birth chart. It's not how I planned my life. Um, so there's different variations that show up. And what happens is, is we get caught in the emotion of it. And then the emotion of the trauma, right? We get caught in the emotion and we loop it and we never get out of it. Mm-hmm. And then we're 50, 60, 70 years old and we're still abandoned because we've never let it go. Where the real truth is that the true father and mother are the cosmic, they're God. Mm -hmm. It's not your birth parents. Mm -hmm. So you can start to look at your birth parents as simply souls that agree to play this play with you. And you can step into your own power and claim yourself power for yourself. You know, claim yourself. But you need to express how you felt because you need to be able to clear those emotions. Mm -hmm. So you can't just suppress it and then white knuckle it. You have to admit it. Go, no, I was crushed. Or no, my little self was devastated. Which is the truth. And you need to also be able to speak to that person. Mm -hmm. So what I found really, really powerful is, you know, the practice of uh, calling somebody forth, you know, in a healing session where you have a dialogue with them, yeah. you know, and it, and it, it, and you just say, you know, uh, I'm so angry with you, and this is why, and I felt so hurt, and I was crushed, and then you go on to, you know, I wish, I regret these things, you know, this is how I wish it had happened, and then after that, um, you, you know, you claim your own power back and say that yeah. you're no longer available for this interaction. That's right. I remember that's you said thing. that. That's that's key. You know, that's a key thing. And then after that, after you've done that, then you, you know, you can clear the energy cords off. You don't, you know, you don't have to be in a, in a traumatic, emotional problem just because you were born into a certain physical family. Right. You know, uh, that's not, that's not a requirement. And it, it, but it takes a shift of understanding that we're all children of the cosmos. Like, you know, it's like, listen, I gave birth to four kids, uh, you know, and people are like, oh, your kids are so amazing. You did such a great job. Well, uh, you know, I don't know. They just, they showed up that way. Mm -hmm. Like we agreed to do this dance together and they came and I recognized them as beings of God. Maybe that's what I did, you know, to the the most. So, but it's, it's really cool. And, you know, then other people say, well, you know, I don't get it. Or, you know, oftentimes people who aren't really spiritually aware, they're not sensitive or they're skeptical. They don't get what I do because I'm not phenomenal. Like, I'm not going to go, 
your grandmother's name was Joni, and oh, she right. was, you know, like I don't give those kind of things. That's not what my work is about. Mm-hmm. My work is just about real healing. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, every once in a while I get it right. Like I get some intuition and I'll say something. It'll be like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, but it's not It's not really psychic in origin. It's, um, yeah, it's not, it's not that. But it, it makes me very, very pleased. And anytime, you know, you're a beautiful soul, you're doing so much amazing work, and you know, it was just a little bump, that's all. And I think the other part of this sharing that could be helpful to people is that I really truly do believe in honest communication. Yeah. I believe in the power of being vulnerable. And, you know, if your boyfriend or girlfriend or lover or whoever is going to abandon you or kick you because you told them that you were fragile, well, then, you know, I don't think they're the right person for you. Right. You know, it's like, you know, if you're in love with somebody and they love you, you know, won't they, you know, won't we want to help each other, you know, and say, wow, you know, he's really hurting because of that. And what, maybe if I just did this other thing this other way, you know, that would give him a, a, enough support where he could then feel, you know, a little bit more secure until we get to know each other better, you know, down the road. Uh, to me, it's, it's, um, it's, you know, who are you serving and how much do you care about your relationship and if you're in a relationship you should care deeply about the other person you know you should care about god first yourself yourself second and then you know your partner or in my case god first me second my kids and then my partner that's <laughs> <laughs> good this order no, right but it's so funny i just dogs are in no i just brought this up because uh, the kids were teasing rich on mother's day because i came home from cleveland and they had made me dinner and and tyler was started he said let's all go around and tell mom how much we love her and so i had this big love fest mm-hmm. and um you know and then at the, when the, we came around you know, I said to the kids, I said, of, of every, I said, I know it's cliche and every parent says it and you hear it, you know, you hear it, you hear these sentences your whole life. I said, but really of anything that I've ever done in my entire life, like of any people that I know in the, in the whole world, you guys are my favorite people. Like you are my greatest experience, my greatest creativity, right. you know, creative experience. Right. And then Trapper, of course, in his <laughs> smart ass, he was like, even he's like even better than rich you know like he and then rich was laughing and i was like well rich is a part of it but you know it's a thing it, you know it when you tell your kids it's like you know you tell your child i would die for you of course. i would give my and life for you, you it's you hesitate a moment it, you won't hesitate a moment yeah, right it's a done deal. so that but and i but then i said to my kids i go and i understand you wouldn't do it for me and that's how it is you yeah. know and then they laughed because i remember i remember reflecting on that with my own mom right you know, and thinking like, well, I wouldn't jump in a bus for you. <laughs> it isn't that, it's so funny, but it's literally, yeah. it's, it's within us, right? We're, it's just within us. We're wired that so, way. and that's one of the beautiful things about Rich with me, because I had the boys, you know, I had been married for 10 years and uh, had two little boys when Rich and I got together. They were three and four. And, you know, uh, he never, ever put himself in front of the voice Mm-mm. ever so smart never never needed to never wanted to no. there was never a conversation and i i hear about you know other kinds of relationships where people are like competing with the children no. and i'm just like oh like seriously you know it's so for me i mean there it just couldn't have been any other way so we were a perfect match because he never expected to be and you know if the boys needed me in the night he was on the couch they weren't right. on the couch. Right. <laughs> so, and, uh, and, it, and we love him for that and honor him for that. And that was very, 
very great that he did that for us. So it, it worked really well. But anyway, I'm just, I'm so glad, Brad, that I was able to facilitate. And, and it just shows you that, you know, we remind ourselves that we have this power within ourselves yeah. to, to claim our own life, to reestablish that connection and remember who we really are. Like, just remember who you are. And mm-hmm. it's, it's all of us, you know, there's nothing that's any better or any worse than, it's like just the fact that we exist at all is a complete miracle of life. And so um, some of these other little patterns that are coming up, I think this energy is giving us a, a, an opportunity to actually bring it to the surface and mm-hmm. be able to release and deal yeah. with some of these things. And the other thing that I wanted to mention about the energy is this idea of multiple alignment. And I think... Um, You'll find that if you're really living in your true dharma or life purpose or authentic life, another word for that, you will find that your activities are stacked on top of each other, where the alignment, like you might be doing one thing, but it's serving five different purposes. And I think that's a sign of being really well plugged in, Mm. you know, so I think that's something, you know, for all of us to, to look for. But anyway, thank you for being vulnerable and being willing to share that. Oh, my my pleasure. It's yeah. it's good for me yeah. to be vulnerable and share that. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. In in that vulnerability is true empowerment. Mm-hmm. Total total you know, freedom. Just, just here yeah. it is. Here I am. Right. Like, like you said, I, you know, if I'm going to become authentic, mm-hmm. that's what's happening with me. You know, well, and to just instead of you know berating myself for having this experience. I'm learning to love that part of me. Yeah, to that's like, powerful. Just even if I don't feel it, to say I love that part of me mm-hmm. that fears I will be abandoned because. Right, right. And also just bringing it out and yeah. acknowledging it and calling it and being like, yeah. okay, this is happening. Yeah. Because what happens when you don't, then it can fester and grow and and cause and wreak havoc. And it and does. It's, and it does, right? It just in, a, in an unconscious way. And I think even in a conscious way, I'm conscious of it going on. I can feel it. I'm like, why is this still? Still there. You know. Right, right. Well, and in the same way, when I, when I talk about uh, like dark entity attachments or mm-hmm. or things that are not really popular to talk about, yeah. you know, in no. cocktail hour. <laughs> you know, but the thing is is if if I'm not going to talk about it, who's going to talk about it? That's the other thing. Right. You know, and you and the listeners have been giving me some pretty some pretty uh real life experiences yeah. to speak about and I I appreciate that a lot and I know a lot of other people do too because Um, You know, I'm not afraid to talk about Mm -hmm. it. I'm not afraid to go there. But part of the reason is because if we go there and we face it and we look at it, then we can be free of it. And that's the same with any dark energy, with anything that's in balance. You can't just walk around your whole life and act like it's kumbaya everywhere you go. Mm -mm. Because if you've watched the news lately, which I never do, but if you've watched the news, (laughs) you will see that it's not kumbaya on this planet. It's actually not what's happening, (laughs) you know, to a large extent. It it is happening in Brad's studio, though, kumbaya. It's pretty kumbaya. It's pretty kumbaya. No, I mean, listen, we're making a difference and we're living our own reality. And as you connect to your authentic life, you will be sending out waves of that. So isn't it a great job? If we have one job, it's to get to know yourself and take care of yourself and love yourself and spoil yourself. Right. Do it, you know? It's not being selfish. No. It's, it's really, it's really giving. Yes. Because then I can show up. Yeah. Authentically, I can, I can be more, because more, I I was going to sound cliche, but Mm -hmm. it's not. The more Mm -hmm. I love myself, Mm 
the more I love, you know, everyone around me. Everyone else, Without yeah. even trying. Exactly. Just by just showing up. It's true. It's really, really super and powerful. I, and I notice that people who come to work with me feel that energy of being mm-hmm. supported. Oh, man. Without me putting on a show or without me saying something that doesn't feel or sound yeah. sin- sincere. I just have this, yeah. like, I got you. We're yeah, o- and you are we're amazing. O- we're okay. Brad is just amazing. I mean, he nurtures all these musicians. And just the way that you produce and you engineer and you work in here, everything that you do, you're amazing. I mean, I've oh, been with you for like six years or something, yeah. and I've never seen you just, you know, like, whoa, Brad was really screwed up Brad today. Lost shit. Yeah, a lot of Brad lost I've, his shit. I've had my moments, folks, but, you know. Uh, rarely. But, but, but more and more because, in all honesty, mm. the, like the self-full mm-hmm. word you use is so appropriate mm-hmm. or apropos or whatever the word is. Because um, when I do, when I, like, I, well, here it is. I had, a, I had a challenging client in here recently. And um, I kept talking to myself about when this is done, when this session is over, you are gonna you are gonna love up on yourself so much if you don't lose your shit, <laughs> <laughs> if you just don't take it personally, right. if you stay focused, uh-huh. if you of course set up you know the boundaries that are that are necessary, but you know it ha- doesn't have to be like I've got to wall myself in, you know, like right. finding a way to. You know, and I had a couple moments where I said, you know, you're just going to have to trust me on this. Right. You know, because this is what I do. Right. And you're here for my services. Right. And, um, you but know, there was a, a, what there a, great was a couple line. moments, right? There was a, there was a couple of moments when it was kind of like, okay, breathe. <laughs> 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 and then, and the truth right. is, I mm. feel I'm so happy uh, that I did that for myself. It was right. really more, more for me. For you. Right. Really it was. Right. Because afterwards, when you completely lose it, then you're just like, oh, that's I'm, I'm, so I'm down bad. on myself and then of I'm course. confused and like, yeah. you know. Well, and you know, and then on, on another kind of uh, more sci-fi level, oh, so cool. when, you, sci-fi. when you lose it like that and you spew emotion all over the place, they're, they're entities that are eating that. They actually, that's their food. Oh. So they want you to do that. Oh. The, that. Those energies want you to just lose your, you know, when you just, you're just completely out on the ledge. Well, completely <laughs> they're feeding it's like and it's really it's not it's not a good energy at all we, we've all been it, there i'd rather spirit and then have them eat it up so it's gone yeah but they're That's just the they case. just want you to create more they're not doing it for your healing they're like they're liking the fact that you're out of balance oh. so it's just again you never see a jedi warrior spewing their emotional crap all over the place right they'll just like you'll just get up no they're know, just neutral they're just ne- they're neutral they're neutral ah, even when they're fighting right. they're neutral that's true neutral. right they're neutral. just neutral they're like you know it's it's Is amazing that the aikido like where you instead of resisting the energy you pull the energy through i don't know because i don't know aikido but yeah. that sounds good i think that's no i just think yeah i think it's like that it's like we you know we it's about responsibility personal responsibility of our energy field yeah. and understanding that we're much more than just a human body. Right. Well, that's There's a sure. much bigger thing going on here. There really is. So um, anyway, so it's fun. But I'm glad we were able to connect. Um, I almost didn't do a show this week. Um, I am getting ready to leave for Tuscany with Rich and my crew on Tuesday. And we just got back from Cleveland. And there are so many moving parts uh, that I just felt completely overwhelmed. And... Um, then I was rehearsing with the boys and I was singing and I was experiencing how great it was to be singing and rehearsing our set. And during that, I was like, no, I have to go see Brett. 
because we'll just get into a podcast and it'll be great. We'll cool. be doing what we love Yay. and that'll be fine. So anyway, I just want to tell everybody that I, I think I'm probably going to be dark for the next, uh, until after June 4th. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm going to bring a mic and my podcast stuff with me, but I'm really not going to make a commitment that I'm going to be doing that. Mm. I just feel like I can be of better service to you guys if I just uh, am present and experience what I'm doing and then I can come back and share uh, maybe some, you know, epiphanies or things that may expand you rather cool. than just trying to do a show just because, you know, that's what we do. I mean, otherwise, why do I have my own podcast right. like that? I, I have to do it every week. So um, so anyway, I hope you guys um, have an amazing uh, few weeks. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram to uh, see what we're doing and we plan on sharing a lot of footage and, you know, photos and film and stuff um, about our trip. So you can um, find that out. And I'm going to be meditating. I'm going to be teaching yoga every day for seven days. Uh, we're actually going to be going to the temples of Damanhur. Oh, yeah. Right. And if you haven't heard of this, um, go online, check it out. It's Damanhur, uh, D-A-M-A-N-H-U-R dot I-T. Uh, we have arranged to sleep in the temples there, mm. so I'm going to be sleeping there, and uh, we're um, really looking forward to it. It's it's quite an extraordinary place. A spiritual community founded in Turin like 35 years ago, and they're considered one of the eighth wonders of the world by the Italian government, and they built these temples to mankind inside this mountain with picks and shovels. Wow. So I was there in 2008 with my dear friend and uh, mentor, Lisa Renee, and I was part of a healing uh, mission there, and we slept in the temples there um, at that time. So anyway, everybody, check it out. It'll blow your mind. Uh, talk about amazing community and things that they're doing. It's really incredible. And then we hope to make it to the Egyptian Museum in Turin, which is supposed to be like world you know, like a world famous uh, museum that for that. Yeah. And, um, and then afterwards I'll be down in Venice for some R and R right after the retreat with just uh, rich and my boys. And then from there, we're flying to Ireland. We're going to be collaborating with some twins, brothers, David and Steven of the happy pair. And the happy pair is a restaurant and they have cookbooks and they are sort of leaving, leading the vegan mission in Ireland um, so, uh, any of, any of our Irish friends, uh, will be in Ireland with them, um, from, I guess the first to the fourth and we're going down, of July? no, of, uh, June, right after the retreat. Maybe the first, the fourth of June. Of June yeah. yeah. So we're going to go, um, we're going to scout, uh, our next location. So we're going, we're going to be doing Italy again in October and then we're, uh, looking into, a. Uh, and a place in Australia for a February trip. And then we'll be back in Italy in May again, because it's kind of like our home away from home. And then, but the summer of 2017, we're doing a trip to Ireland. So we'll be creating a video, Rich is going to shoot something great. And we'll um, share that about that location. Awesome. So this is a huge dream of mine. I presented it to the company uh, almost a year ago. Um, and the whole, um, the whole movement is called Our Plant Power World. And the idea was to take uh, plant power food on the road, uh, international, and actually 
have these experiences and connect. And um, they're very high end. You know, not everybody can go, and I understand that. But um, they will ripple out, and we'll be able to share a lot. And the alliances that we make from doing these trips and making the connections in other countries is going to be very, very beneficial for uh, for the healing of our work and our reach. Um, so anyway, um, it was such a pleasure to meet so many of you in Cleveland. I really do appreciate all of you. And please keep sending me emails and questions. Um, you can email me at srimatimusic at gmail.com. That's S-R-I-M-A-T-I music at gmail.com. If you haven't gotten it already, um, check out Rich and my relationship course on mindbodygreen.com. It's a few hours of really great information on how to be in relationship, really ultimately with yourself. It's really about a sacred marriage with yourself. But Rich and I do share uh, our experience of being together for almost 18 years now and going through a lot of life um, challenges and uh, opportunities to expand and be together. So anyway, check that out if you get a chance. Also, The Plant Power Way is my cookbook. It's 120 plant-based recipes. These are all the recipes that I feed my family with, and I have lots of hungry boys. So uh, lots of really delicious stuff in there. And um, so you can find that on Amazon or uh, there's autographed copies on Rich's site at richroll.com. I'm sure most of you already listen to Rich Roll. Uh, Rich Roll uh, is my husband. He has an amazing podcast, quite an amazing, uh, maybe 300 hours of long format conversations, all free on iTunes. Really incredible content. Moby was on his show last week. Um, he's, um, interviewing this amazing being, being right now who is an ice man. He actually, uh, hiked Everest, climbed Everest in like shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> he's, he's like mastered that. Oh, that guy. Yeah. There, there truly is a guy who goes yeah, there's out. A, yeah, that's him. So yeah. that's, they're doing that podcast and we're doing this podcast uh-huh, cool. over Brett. <laughs> right. So anyway, um, until next time you guys be well, and I recommend that you go back and do some of the healing techniques again. So, you know, these are techniques that you have to practice, you know, over and over to actually get acclimated with them. So, So while I don't have a healing technique this week, go back, visit some of the previous ones, um, try Yoga Nidra. Um, I had a beautiful email from somebody um, telling me that she's done Yoga Nidra, but she keeps uh, losing segments of the program. And that's absolutely perfectly beautiful. Um, She was describing that she's not falling asleep, but she's just missing somewhere and then comes back in. So uh, that's exactly the point. Just keep doing it. It's really beneficial. And um, anyway, uh, if you guys want to find out more about Brad, you can find him at Brad Swanson. SwanSoundMusic.com. S-W-A-N-S-O-U-N-D music.com. That's great. Awesome. And as always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Srimati. So, all right, you guys, I do not know what music I'm offering this week. So it's still a surprise to me. So whatever it is, I hope you enjoy it. (laughs) And um, I'll see you guys in a few weeks. Okay. All right. Be well and be really loving and gentle to yourselves. Until next week, I'm sending you and your families lots of grace and love. Peace and namaste. Namaste. Thanks, Bradley. Thank you.
Take 